This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, I wanted to focus on this situation in southeastern Alberta. And it seems to be about more than just this grass fire, but uh, the Canadian forces are, are accepting responsibility for this fire. Apparently it started while soldiers at CFB Suffield were destroying an unexploded artillery shell that was left over from a training exercise. Uh, They said it needed to be destroyed so that some oil and gas infrastructure nearby could be serviced. So that's what sparked this grass fire, and it got out of control. There was a ranch that was destroyed near Oyen. 160 cattle uh, were burned by this fire, around 36,000 hectares of land. So the military says there, there will be compensation. But people wondering whether this could have been avoided in the first place. Why weren't they paying heed to, to the fire ban in place and, and the dry conditions? And it seems as though there, there are issues going back a lot further. And maybe this is kind of the, the final straw here. So I wanted to find out a bit more about what, what folks have been dealing with. Uh, so joining us on the line here this afternoon is uh, Laurel Schlott, who uh, had two sections uh, of uh, grassland destroyed. Laurel, thanks for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Okay, yeah, thanks for having me. So where's your property? Where, where, whereabouts do you uh, live and work? Well, our property is about 15 miles uh, south of Vineloss. And Vineloss, for those who don't know, because it's very small, Vineloss uh, is about an hour and a half north of Medicine Hat. And um, then to the north of us, an hour is Oyen. So okay. we're between Oyen and Medicine Hat. Uh, how close to the base are you? Um, we're about six minutes from the base um, at our uh, farm, which was established in 1913. But our grassland that burnt um, is right on the northeast corner of the Southfield Range. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like this was pretty bad. So how much damage did you suffer in this fire? Um, our land loss is about two sections of um, our winter field native grass, which we really were stewards of the land and really watched over so we had a good growth so we could winter our cattle. And what now? Yes, what now? It, it is a real mess. It's um, pretty brutal. It's black charred ground and uh, we're, we're trying to um, figure that out. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, the Army says that uh, it's going to be a long process and we're going to have to prove uh, what we're going to need and prove our loss. So I don't know all the paperwork, what's going to happen. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a lot. So even though the military is saying there'll be compensation, it's going to be a long, difficult process. Well, you know how uh, administration moves. And the yeah. sad thing is with this grass, um, I had two agrologists with 30 years experience take a look at it. And they said for that semi-arid type of land, it's going to be three to five years before um, any animal can be on it. So right. basically, it's out of production for three to five years. Now, things happen, right? Fires happen, uh, and there are all kinds of different reasons why, why fires can happen, lightning strikes or these sorts of things. But this fire in particular, what, what's your understanding then of how this happened, whether this could have been avoided? Well, you've made a really good point. Um, fires happen and life happens, and if it was an act of God, you know, we could accept it as stewards of land, but that day it was um, about 32 degrees, hot and dry, and there was a gusty wind blowing to the east. And um, our friends at Jenner said that they heard the ordinance blow off, 
So they immediately phone Southfield Range and say, hey, you know, there's something going on. There's a fire. Have you got it under control? And then this gentleman was put on hold. And then uh, when he was put back on the phone, they more or less said, mind your own business. We've got it under control. And they did. So, so they knew there was a fire. And the people at Jenner area, Buffalo area, they knew when it, when it happened and where it happened. So the, the, you think this could have been avoided? Was was this a case of, of carelessness uh, on the part of, of CFP Suffield? Exactly. Um, it was negligent. Uh, there's been a fire ban all around our county for um, a month and a half, as you know, all the dry conditions. And um, they didn't respect uh, the fire ban. And the conditions weren't favorable. Like whenever we burn in the winter, there's a snow base or usually... You know, you wait for wet conditions and calm. You don't need a wind blowing. So from what I understand, now there was a meeting last night. Is that is that the case? Uh, the meeting was at 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon yesterday. at the Bynlaws Hall. And so who was, who was at this meeting? Uh, there were two MLAs, um, Drew Barnes from Medicine Hat, and then our MLA, Rick Strengthman. Um, and, um, well, uh, there were special areas representative, and they were very responsive and understanding. What about the military? Did they have anybody there? Uh, no, I don't think it would have been good for them to be there. There was a lot of emotion, and uh, I don't think they were invited. But I think um, after we have sorted out this first meeting, um, the next meeting will be with them. I see. Now, going back further... And, and from what I've read, and, and a lot of this came out last night, that that, that folks around the base and, and folks like you, that you've had you've had issues with with the, the base for years. Well, yes, for sure. Uh, we live uh, on guard all the time, looking over to see see um, if there's a fire burning and uh, if we need to be ready. We're not allowed on the base, and that's understandable. But um, there's a six-mile uh, reserve um, uh, for wildlife there. That there's no shelves. We, we could have been on there, but there's no communication. They never let us know when they're lighting fires. And what really is saddens me is every spring when all the baby birds and the baby bunnies and all the, the little wildlife is um, coming in spring, they seem to light a fire and clean off the area for their war games. And, you know, for um, stewards of the land that love animals, that, that really bothers me. Do you get the sense that they don't consider themselves to be a part of the community, or you, there, there's really not a relationship with the, the with the broader community with their neighbors? Wow, you are right on the, the mark there. Um, they seem to be arrogant and have a sense of entitlement, and I don't know if it's because they're paid by the government. Um, they don't seem to understand that we, um, as ranchers and farmers, we have to make a livelihood and we need to care for the land because we need it next year. But I don't they seem to run on their own agenda. Do you think that this will change after, after this, or do you fear that it's just going gonna, gonna to stay like this? Well, um, we're really hoping that this has been such a serious fire. There's never been one as big as this, and... Uh, with uh, our our neighbor Morley, he's totally wiped out. He's 89. That was his lifelong home, wow. and he doesn't have insurance, and all he has is the clothes on his back. And then these yeah. cattle, um, there's a gruesome sight. Um, it's um, 160, and then our our cousin Ivan, his family lost 65 cow calf pairs, 
so uh, that's that's quite a a terrible thing and their animals are like their family they're they're mentally just in a lot of stress right now yeah i don't doubt it yeah, it's it's really awful. Hopefully, this this uh, will sort itself out. But uh, I know you're bracing, as you say, for kind of a long process here. Laurel, all the best uh, to to you and, and your family, and thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate this. Okay, thanks for the call. Take care. Uh, there you go. That's uh, Laura Schlott. Uh, so they live not too far from from CFB Suffield, and uh, so they had two sections of their native grassland uh, destroyed by this fire. But as, as she mentioned. You know, some of their family and friends, it was it was far worse. There was ranch, one ranch is, you know, totally destroyed. Uh, others lost uh, a lot of cattle, a lot of land burned. So how did this happen? It was interesting. I got a text here from someone who says, I do munitions disposal for the army. Typically, when you blow up artillery shells, the fireball is extremely short, not enough to start a fire. Certain types of shells will burn for longer, but I've never had a fire start when I do munitions disposal. Also, I haven't done any in a fire ban area, which could prove problematic. So realizing what you're dealing with, it just seems as though yeah, this, this could have and should have been avoided. So... And, and in fairness, so the Canadian forces say, look, we, we're going to compensate people for damages. But it's not as though they're, they're showing up on these folks' doorsteps with a checkbook to say, look, let's make this right. So these, these folks are going to have to jump through all kinds of hoops. And who knows how long it's going to take. 974-8255 is our number. 974-TALK. Quick break here. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.